Listen and stream the only talk radio, Freedom 106.5, for the only talk that matter. We're going to switch gears a bit and dive into our discussions with the Cancer Society chairperson as we welcome Dr. LeBlanc. Good morning to you, Doctor. How are you today? I know that it's a hectic day for you at the office, but we're glad to have you with us. Good morning. Morning. This is Gobin, right? Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be picking off, um, picking up where we would have um, spoken on last. Um, We're talking about smoking and vaping among teens today. Yes, yes, Gobin. So we're we're really ramping up because the um, May thirty first is World No Tobacco Day, and we wanted to just continuously remind the public and especially the young people out there about the harmful effects of both smoking and vaping. Mm-hmm. Right. So we spoke quite a bit about vaping the, the last day. Uh you can you tell us a little bit more about e-cigs? Of course, e-cigarettes. What exactly well, what is an e-cig? So an e-cig is actually an electronic device that delivers in most cases nicotine or it can just deliver um different products that are that are not nicotine based but most of them are nicotine based so they're called ends so an e-cigarette is basically what it says an electronic cigarette so it's um where there's a motor and a burning element and it burns cartridges of different liquids to deliver the nicotine and other substances so more or less a high-tech cigarette um is, is what we're looking at with no raw tobacco in it no right. filter Hmm. Um, it's supposed it's it is touted as a safer cigarette option, smoking option, but it's not because it has m- more deleterious effects than the cigarette in most cases. So it's really um it's really just the tobacco industry's way of trying to circumvent this whole battle that we've had with them ongoing about the risk to health using tobacco. So, you, you speak about the risks. Now, c- can you tell us about the risk of using these e-cigarettes or even vaping um, as a smoking um, cessation aid? Well, the, the risks include, for example, the heat alone will damage the respiratory tract. Um, the metabolites or the, the substances that are contained within the cartridge include up to... Um, aldehydes and other substances which can cause popcorn lung or basically chronic lung disease um and then if you add nicotine to that we can also we have cancer causing or carcinogenic substances there as well as well as some of the aldehydes are carcinogenic or cancer causing um so these these e-cigs these ends are not as safe as one will think um one cartridge is actually can be up equivalent to at least 12 cigarettes in, in one cartridge or even a pack of cigarettes. So imagine that and you're not you're not conscious of how much you're smoking. Right. Um, there are actually devices which cause you then to become addicted because of the, the, the pathways of addiction. You become addicted and then start smoking actual cigarettes. So it's not a cessation product um, in most cases. So it's really not a very healthy practice to start with. Now, we, we know that these products are targeted even marketed to teens and to, to young adults as well. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. about, about these practices? I mean, Govan, it's it's just 
incredibly irresponsible mm. of the tobacco industry to, t- to tout this to our youth. Um, and I think it's important for us as a nation, as a society, and worldwide to actually call the tobacco industry out on, on their, their hypocr- hypocrisy and manipulation. And we need to, to really fight them back with education and legislation because you can't allow them to be constantly profiting at the health of the society because the profits that they're making and it turns out to be more detrimental for the nations that are being affected that are that are affected when it, when it comes to health care mm-hmm. of those that are affected i mean you can have tongue cancer mouth cancer lung cancer urinary can- um, urinary bladder cancer renal cancer um and the list goes on so how is this beneficial and how do we let, let this continue and that is why we at the Trinidad Bay Cancer Society we were very um, pivotal in, in, in having the Tobacco Control Act um, legislated in Trinidad and Tobago but there's a caveat and we have to amend the act and we're calling on the lawmakers to amend the act so that it includes vaping. The vaping industry has to be regulated, it has to be right. stopped if you ask me and it has to suffer the same severe taxation as the tobacco industry and we have to put the controls in place and we have to affect them. Mm-hmm. We can't continue to let the, we can't let this get out of hand because then we're back to square one or even worse. But okay, so how how long have these products and so on been out? Um I, I guess internationally and, and perhaps here in Trinidad and Tobago as well. Vapes have been around for some time now, for a couple of years. Um mm-hmm. the exact year I can't tell you, but I know they've okay. been in Trinidad for years and worldwide they've been around since the early two thousands. Right. We've had vacation ends, um, and they've they've not just been the same as with everything going. You know, they they so called get better, mm-hmm. so they get more <laughs> high. Power. So with the more high power, it's the more detrimental to the health. You know what I mean? And that is our issue that we we are calling on all who hear us. We're calling on because we have to also educate the consumers or the potential consumers because that is where it will hit right go ben am i not right Definitely, because it's, yeah. it's 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 consumption demand and supply right and if we don't have a demand if there's no consumption then it will not sell and we have to educate the population while we work at the other end with the legislation right. we have to educate our youth and, and let them spread it as well amongst themselves and to the adults around them on the deleterious and negative effects of vaping you know no just just a couple of days ago i was talking to um a, a, a human resources professional industrial relations and all those things i was talking about you know all of all majority of our legislation is more or less reactive something happens and then we we rush to create legislation to correct it uh, rather than mm-hmm. proactive I mean, that may just be how society is but we have had legislation to to deal with um cigarette usage um, cigarette mm-hmm. advertising and all of those things for as long as anybody could remember, and and mm-hmm. the, these products are identified by name as e-cigs, short for e-cigarettes. Is it so profound that hey, we we need regulation for this too, or, or should it have been something that would have should have been done a long time ago? Right. So you see, that's why you and I are not lawyers or lawmakers. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you, we think that these are given but if if you remember all that happened through the pandemic mm-hmm. when a new ordinance came out or a new legal letter notice came out you remember how specific it was yes yeah very much and that yeah. is 
them. Because if you have one little caveat, then it can sit through. So you have to cover all bases. And to be very honest, when the Tobacco Control Act was infected and legislated, the ends were not really in Trinidad. You understand? So it was not, I, I, I would tell you that hindsight is twenty twenty, and therefore that's why it was not included in the act. But now when you're looking at it, you, while in a broad sense of the word, it should be included in the act, we now have to be specific because that's how they're getting away with it. Right, because coming? they look for loopholes and uh, uh, any, any avenue possible to, to work around the system. And, and that's what's happening. And we need to put a stop to it. And we need to educate everyone on the harmful effects. And we need to, to just, we're calling on all of, all of Trinidad and Tobago to hear us, to listen, because you're the stakeholder. Your health is what is at risk. You understand? To treat one person with cancer is, is a lot of money, right? We're talking at least half a million to a million dollars, right? And, and, and you're asking, why is our system so defunct? Why it's not working? And, and, but in order for us to fix, we also have to be proactive as consumers and as the population, and we have to look after our health. And that's what this program is about. Can you be proactive? Can you make the wiser decisions when it comes to your lifestyle to therefore help now with your own health? You understand? Because you're the protagonist in your health, Gobin. You, you mentioned that we need to do more as a society. What would you like to see in terms of, you know, preventing the young ones from, you know, starting or those that are already into it? What would you like to see being done on a more concerted effort and perhaps even new initiatives as well? Well, we're, we, the Trinidad and I definitely would call on corporate to, to TNT to come with us and help us to continue our educational symposiums where we go into the schools and educate and really give the teenagers the, the practical knowledge about these devices and other and, and cigarettes on the whole and smoking on the whole. We would then call as well on all adults and other teenagers who are listening maybe today to, to do your peer-to-peer -peer pressure when it comes to vaping and, and smoking. You know, Gobin, you know, some people are afraid if you go to a bar and you're outside and somebody you're sitting down and somebody comes smoking next to you, afraid to say, well, dude, you can't smoke here. This is my space. I right. am not afraid to. Yeah. You understand? Because I, if I didn't go into a smoking area and I'm mm. in a non-smoking area, who are you to come and smoke next to me? Exactly. I, I, I'll share a situation that literally happened yesterday. Um, uh -huh. I was on my way to pay a bill. Uh, and I, I didn't get to pay the bill because the line was too long and didn't have very little patience. But anyhow, uh, on entering the, the public, you know, mall and whatnot, uh, there was a, a individual, a young man, uh, that would have been smoking a normal cigarette, but it's at the front of the entranceway. So I need to pass him two footsteps right. to get into the door. And he was smoking and I, I, I don't have any call or call for anything. It was... <coughs> You know, just to, you know, make it known that, you know, you're smoking in the in the place, you know, that that's that's not good. And, and I felt so compelled. To, I, I didn't want to literally say something um, because, you know, Trinis are, they might let like, go oh, some choice words behind you and one sort of thing. But I, I felt and it just happens kind of subconsciously um, for me to do that. But I felt, you know, kind of proud afterwards. And then I thought to myself, OK, um, you know, we should be making a more concerted effort. Um, so, no. yeah. Persons are just there and just smoking, oblivious to everybody that's around them. And secondhand smoke is really dangerous too, right? Yeah, and you will kill me. Like I was, I was on a beach. I can't tell you which country. <laughs> and a person pull up next to me and smoking a spliff. Right. And I'm like, okay, 
hey, while you're trying to get all righteous and cool, can you move it from me? Because I was here and, I, and your smoke is bothering me. And you met me here. I didn't come into your smoke. And I said it very nicely. He said, sorry, and he left. You understand? Right. I'm not going to pull you on the, 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 the ills of smoking or whatever, <laughs> but definitely respect your, like, your personal space. Yeah. And it's important that we also understand that smoking and tobacco, use of tobacco is an addiction, right? So while I understand that, that's why we would like to encourage people, um, persons who are smoking, to, to, to think about smoking cessation and quitting smoking and getting help to do such. You understand? Because it's really not good for your health. I mean, it, other than cancer, smoking is one of the risk factors for most of the NCDs, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, vascular issues, um, you know, and the list goes on. So why are we doing it? And, and you know, Gobin, I think it's important because people are very high. We're, we're coming out of a serious fight or flight era when it comes to coming out of the acute phase of the pandemic and the emergency aspect of the pandemic, right? Mm. And therefore, while we have been, there have been different stress coping mechanisms and smoking might have been included, drinking might have been included, we now have to readjust and reset. And this is why we're asking people to, to look at it and, and be introspective and understand what we've come through and how lucky we are to still say we have life. And therefore, let's cherish the life we have and be proactive about conserving it and living as healthy as possible. There's a question, Dr. Lobang, coming in to us on WhatsApp. I'm saying good morning, doctor. I had a hysterectomy surgery performed um, to remove uh, fibroids uh, and, and everything would have been removed. I think the woman included. Can I still get cancer? Well, I mean, cancer of what? <laughs> if you take out your womb and your cervix and your ovaries, you, you can't get ovarian, cervical, or endometrial cancer. But you're still at risk for other cancers depending on your lifestyle. Right. Okay, great. That, yeah. Thanks for uh, addressing that question. If you've got questions for Dr. LeBlanc as well, you could send them to us on WhatsApp 306 1065. Uh, so we, we're continuing our discussion here, Dr. LeBlanc, talking about um, these smoking and, and vaping products and so on and how appealing it is, uh, the, the, the concerted effort by some of these entities to promote it to the young ones of today. And, of course, the Cancer Society is playing a part in raising awareness and so on. So you're saying that we need more involvement from corporate TNT to assist with, with educational campaigns to let the young ones know how dangerous it is. Uh, what yes. about initiatives that are currently um, taking place and some other initiatives that may be on the horizon that you may need support from corporate society and even Trinidad Tobago as well? So what we do, for example, right now, Scotiabank Foundation has been doing, a, we do a caravan with them, a symposium. So we go around to different schools, um, different parts of the country, and we have maybe five, six schools come together for the symposium. We give a lecture, they do some um, skits and, you know, win prizes, they get educated, they have a Q&A session, you know. We're even going to Tobago in June to do the same thing, and that's with Scotiabank Foundation. We also have tremendous help from both Republic Bank, CIBC, and Scotiabank Foundation to help from, um, with screening. So we, we get to go out in, in our mobile unit to do some screening, but we also have vouchers some, from time to time in our clinic, and we announce it for screening and, and help with, with, with screening in our clinic. So, you know, what we're saying, Gobin, is that 
we, we can come together and educate from different levels, from different angles, be it screening, be it educating the young ones, because they're the ones that are our future. And if we teach them about healthier lifestyles, we teach them about appropriate screening, we teach them about it, and then they take that information back home. They spread it to their peers who they know, and that is the way for us. This is our best weapon against cancer. It's our best weapon um, against disease on the whole, because education is an, a, a tremendous tool if it's the correct education. And so, mm-hmm. you, you know, we, we call, we at the Cancer IT, we do our fundraising and everything, but when people say, how can I help? This is how you can help. Donate, join us in this fight against cancer. And our methods are very simple, promoting screening, educating, and looking to help. And then dare I say, we would love to be able to finally um, set up, do some more research in Trinidad and Tobago and to, for our population when it comes to cancer and also possibly set up a fund for treatment you know, for some people, for, for some patients in cancer, just to help, you know. We also have our palliative care arm, Vita South Hospice, to help with death with dignity um, for, for cancer patients who are um, facing that that pathway in that they're, 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 they're um, you know, that is the route that they, they, their journey is taking them and they allow for quality and death with dignity and, and no suffering, you know? Right. So there are many ways that you can help the cancer society and help join in the fight against cancer and protect the health of our society. You spoke a lot about the importance of screening. For those listening to us, how can they access screening and can you give us some more details and information about that? Sure. You can contact us in our clinic, 2261-221, or you can go to your physician, your family doctor, and they can refer you to the Trinidad Tobacco Cancer Society for your appropriate screening. So in the clinic, we do mammograms and clinical breast exams for breast cancer screening. We do pap smears for cervical cancer screening. And we do the PSA and the DRE for prostate cancer screening. And we do the FIT, which is a fecal immunochemical test for colorectal cancer screening. Um, so you And we have counseling available as well, Bobin. So you can call us if you don't get through on the phone lines because we have had difficulties with our lines. Um, and, and Flo is working on that for us and TSTT. But in the meantime, you can contact us via social media as well if you're not getting through to the lines, and we will do our best to, to facilitate those appointments, you know. But I think it's so important that you just get screened if it's appropriate, if it's it's for your age, if you're concerned, you know, just come in and let's talk to you. And also when our mobile is going out to different communities, those communities will announce it to their, you know, the leaders will let the communities know that we're coming out into the communities to do screening. Right, so I want to thank you so much for sharing that information. And of course, everyone you can jump on to the various social media pages and accounts uh, for more information, Trinidad and Tobago Cancer Society. Uh, they're on Facebook, Instagram, and, and all over, so you could access them at any point in time. Now, I, I want to add, I, I don't know if you will have the specific information um, on hand at this point in time, but... These vaping products, e-cigs, and, and all of these these things, they have been marketed a lot to the younger segment of society. Have we seen a proliferation of um, the desire, the demand for these products over the last years? Have you seen that significant increase? Or is it, or is it you know, that, that we are blowing this out of proportion? No pun intended, but it would blow. I know we're talking about cigarette hair and puffs of smoke and all of those good things. Uh, well, terrible things, I should say. Um, but, you know, is it that we are taking it, you know, to the extreme? Or is it a necessary thing that we need to really take stock of? 
No, we unfortunately are seeing that it infiltrated the youth. And that is why we want to just prevent further infiltration and manipulation. And and also when we got the the, the statement from Whitco, um, that even was more scary to the population because now it's like a feeding frenzy, you know? And so we definitely need to continuously educate our youth and prevent further manipulation and further, um, you know, we went, I did one symposium in South Gobin. I was present at one and I asked how many of the youths had been vaping and a few hands went up. And after the symposium, they said, you know, you know, we didn't realize this and, and we're not going to do it anymore. You understand? So that's important to understand that we have to get the message out there. We have to educate these young people right. because they're very intelligent. And we have to give them the opportunity to make an informed decision. I, I love that, making an informed decision, because you said something today at, at the start of our discussion that these e-cigs and, and vaping products and all of these things don't have even the simple thing like a filter um, that uh, the traditional cigarettes have, which are still pretty bad. Um, but c- can you just give us a little bit of detail in terms of not having that filter? Why does that make e-cigarettes and these vaping products so much worse? No, it makes them worse, not because of the lack of filter. It makes mm-hmm. them worse because of what they have added to the cartridge. Right, the, ad- the, chem- the additives and, and chemicals. Right, sure. Using cigarettes because it was thought that the filter will help to filter some of the byproducts of the nicotine, the tobacco being burnt. But in mm-hmm. the end, in the e-cigarettes, they have uh, the aldehydes um, and 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 so forth uh, that that will affect when it's being burnt and heated up. Those metabolites and those byproducts actually will harm your lung and can cause real, real damage in a very short space of time to your lung tissue. Right, and because the, because these these are not chemicals and and compounds that we are familiar with in putting into our bodies. No, we're not. These these should not be in our bodies. And you know, we we're all about you know we want to know what's being in everything and we want to know that. But some people just <laughs> yeah, and they like the cinema, the apple, the mint, the whatever, and the manipulation continues. And we have to stop it. We need to stop it. And we need to not. And I think it's important, Gobin, that I want all the young people that are listening or the parents that are listening, don't go and attack your child and say, don't do it, don't do it. Give them the information. Let them that informed decision. You understand? That's what I did with my teenagers and they never did vaping. You understand? And understand the consequences. Now, granted, they, they have been in this whole story for years, right? So they have heard the lecture over and over and over. But we tend to have to give, we can't prohibit a teenager because the teenage mind will be like well, if you stop me i'm going to do it right that, right? that kind of trigger that and i am the, going to defy you yeah exactly it's a reflex <laughs> so you have to give them the information let them see it let them understand it and then let them turn and tell you whether they still think it's a, it's a good decision or not it's interesting that you pointed out you know we are so so conscious about everything that we are putting into our bodies because i i know a couple individuals well that uh i I don't want to say um health freaks or whatever but you know calorie counting the amount of grams of protein because some of them you know the whole gym life and all of these things and you know okay you can't i can't have soft drink because well you know that that's a good thing i like that um but you know always down on you, you you shouldn't be drinking this you shouldn't be eating this yet vaping like crazy more smoke than uh, a long time choo-choo train 
and all of these crazy things. And I just think that it's it's so silly that all of these compounds and, and chemicals that are being put into their body by their own choice, and they're not aware of it. Exactly, because, you know, and, and you touched on a few points. Number one, about moderation being key, right? And when you're over-obsessing about what you're putting in when it comes to calories and all of that, but you're not obsessing about other things. So obviously there's still no balance in life, right? So we have to look at that as, as individuals. And number two, Gobin, um, where are your priorities? You understand? Because, you know, I've heard some people who say to me, especially during carnival time, I'd rather drink my calories than eat them, right? You understand? So, so we have to really take stock of ourselves as individuals and figure out what our priority is. So, for example, Gobin, I always say, when I, when I do talks, you know, I tell people I try to eat as clean as possible. I try to eat as natural as possible. But that being said, I will never claim to have an ultra clean diet. You will see Dr. LeBlanc having a piece of chocolate cake that she didn't make from any special flour with special cocoa with special nothing. Right. You understand? You will see Dr. LeBlanc maybe on a very, very bad day have a soda, but it might be a big soda. You understand? Moderation, as you said, yeah. You understand, but you, you may see I have to go out, so I will be I will have to eat something that is not the way I prepare it at home. And and you know, as we all know, that our bodies need a little bit of dirt, right? For for some kind of right. resistance, right? So you have to really moderation is key, and you have to bring it together. It has to be a very holistic so, aspect, going uh-huh. healthy balance. Just just to play devil's advocate. What about those that are using cigarettes and e-cigs and vaping? If they say, well, you know, I use it in moderation too, you know, and this is moderate for me. It might not be moderate for you. How do you combat that argument? I have to combat that argument because there's some things that just ain't good for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. You don't use cocaine in moderation, heroin in moderation. This is an addiction. And therefore, you're not doing this as a, as a social something. You're addicted. And therefore, we have to help you. We have to support you with your addiction and help to cure you from that addiction. I, I, I love the response. I do. Uh, because yeah. I, I'm thinking to myself, it's, it's a logical counter argument that I'll get, yeah. you know, when, when I yeah. put it forward. So I, I wanted to get your perspective on that. So I'm glad yeah, that you uh, was able to weigh in on that. Yeah. All right, so as, as we get set to wrap up for today, Dr. LeBlanc, I want to thank you so much for joining us, uh, talking all mm-hmm. about smoking and the dangers that are involved with vaping and all of these e-cigs and so on. Uh, reiterate for our listeners how they can reach out to the Cancer Society and your general message for us today. First of all, you know, I, I just appreciate all that Freedom is doing and guiding leaders do to help us with this fight. Um, and I really just want to, to, to know how we appreciate that. Um, you can find us on the website. Our website is www.cancertt.com. Um, we have a donation page and button there. You can look for us on social media. Follow us on IG and Facebook and, and TikTok. We have tremendous a tremendous fundraiser coming up on July, in July, which is going to be so amazing. It's called Relay for Life. Um, then in November we have Bubbles for Life and we also give a lot of information out there. You can contact us if you need us to um, support you in any way. We offer counseling, we offer screening, we offer education, we offer palliative care through our Vitas House Hospice, which is our palliative care arm 
Um, my message is just be informed, be educated, get screened. Don't be afraid of a diagnosis of cancer. It does not equate death. There is hope. And that's what we want you to know. And that, you know, we can make a change. And, and if even if you're smoking for seven days or seven years or 70 days, you can quit. And you can quit if you're vaping as well. So get informed and let's just all come together and really protect our health and be our brothers and sisters keeper if we see someone smoking or vaping. I want to thank you so much, Dr. LeBlanc, for joining us today. Wishing you all the best. And we look forward to your presence next week right here on Freedom 106.5 FM. Next week. Thanks so much, Gobin. Have a great one. Thank you. You're most welcome. So that, guys, wraps up Let's Talk Cancer, a special segment here on Freedom 106.5 FM with Cancer Society of Trinidad and Tobago. Of course, the... um, the very first NGO of its kind in Trinidad and Tobago so many years ago. We want to thank the chairperson, of course, uh, leading the organization there, Dr. Asante LeBlanc from Trinidad and Tobago Cancer Society, for joining us today. Talk, talk, talk. Is streaming at freedom106.5.com.